Welcome to the Grad School Sucks podcast, where we believe that your life and career after grad school should rock. I'm your host, Matt Carlson, and today I wanted to bring you a short little solo episode about a topic that's been on my mind recently, and that topic is LinkedIn. Now, I never really used LinkedIn until I was looking for a job in industry, you know, a job outside of academia. And honestly, that was probably a little bit too late for me to actually create an account, figure out the possibilities with LinkedIn. And I didn't know that until I was there at that point. Um, But I think a lot of folks could get ahead of the game and start a LinkedIn today. So if you're a grad student and there's even a small chance that you're going to go into industry, I recommend that you start a LinkedIn today. So LinkedIn is not just Facebook for business people, and that's what I believed. Um, The reason it's not, and the reason that you should have a LinkedIn, is because that's where the majority of the jobs are in industry. Over 90% of job recruiters use LinkedIn as the primary way to find new talent. Meaning, if you do not have LinkedIn, you are getting looked at less than 10% of the people that are hiring for these top 10 jobs. So, if you're considering a career in LinkedIn or a career in industry at all, LinkedIn is a must. And it's time to go ahead and get that account created. So, you don't just need an account, you need a good account. And so, that's what we're going to go over today. So, we're going to cover some steps to create a good first draft of your LinkedIn profile. So let's start from the top. The first thing you need is a great headshot. And this is for the photo in your profile. It's the main one that people see. And it really needs to be a headshot because people need to be able to remember who you are based on a Zoom call they had with you or a quick chat at a conference that they had with you. They need to be able to connect that immediately when they see your LinkedIn profile. So. This is not the place for a full body shot. This is the place for a head shot. So one tip that I would say is many grad students have uh, grad student profiles on their university websites. So just go on there, right click, save that image, and you can use that for your LinkedIn profile. It's perfect, great way to go. The other image to think about is the background photo. That one's gonna be a little more difficult It's the wide one that sits at the top of your profile. And the background photo is supposed to be something that gives people additional insight into who you are and what you do, a little bit more personality, a little bit more storytelling than just a headshot. So a couple things to think about for the background photo. It should be a little more candid, um, kind of like an action shot of you in a professional environment. If you have a photo of you giving a presentation, that's great. If you have a photo of you standing next to a research poster, that's great. If you have a photo of you teaching a class, that's great. Anything like that. Anything where you are doing a thing that's associated with your professional life, that's perfect. If you don't have one of those, you could just ask a friend to take a picture of you while you're working at your desk. Uh, Just make sure to clean up your desk first. So the next thing to do after you get your photos online is to consider your headline and your summary. So a lot of people, when they first create a LinkedIn for their headline, they just put their job, their current job title, or maybe they'll even just put grad student. Uh, for me, originally I put data analyst or researcher, 
but the headline should be a little bit longer and you have more characters than that and you want to fill it out a little bit you want it to be more of a phrase a phrase about who you are and what you do so think of this as like the short kind of immature headline data analyst that's what I had before and this is a better headline healthcare oriented data analyst with a passion to optimize organizational systems now that sounds like a lot when you're listening to it but when you look at it on a page you can read that in pretty much like three to five seconds really easy and it tells you a lot more about me than just hearing data analyst so the next thing after you get your headline would be your summary now the summary is where you do a lot more of the storytelling and that's where you really want to hook recruiters into who you are and what you can bring to the table. So you have 2,000 characters for your summary. You don't really want to use all of them. Um, three to five sentences is probably enough, and the three key points that you want to hit in your summary or are, who are you professionally, what do you actually do at your job, and why should we care? Who are you professionally, what do you actually do at your job, why should we care? People should be able to read this in under 60 seconds and have a good, good idea of who you are professionally. And everything else in your profile really uh, just is kind of uh, circles around or orbits or I'm looking for a word I can't think of. Everything, um, this is the core, this is the heart of your LinkedIn profile is your summary. Put a lot of work into it. It's, it's a place where you want people to really get a picture of who you are and then be able to go back to your resume and recommend you for the next stage of interviews. So the next part is your past job positions and education and you can do a little bit of storytelling here. Um, if you're a grad student, uh, maybe you had a job before grad school, a job or two, you can add those. If you are a research assistant, in grad school, you should definitely add that as your job position. Anything that'll show longevity, breadth of experience is great. And this section is actually called experience section. The next thing uh, that I would say for the experience section is to, to fill it out a little bit beyond just job title. And if you already have a resume, then you can probably just copy paste what you have in the bullet points of your resume under each job position. That's fine for now. The one thing I would point out is to not put student down as a job. Um, recruiters generally don't like that, and student isn't actually, it is, it is something that you put time and energy into, but it's not a job, at least not from the perspective of recruiters. So there is a spot for education. Make sure to fill that out as well, and include your GPA if it was at least 3.0 or higher. All right, we're coming to the end. Uh, the next thing to do is to fill out your skills. So skills in LinkedIn are exactly what they sound like. They're, it's a, an additional section of your LinkedIn profile where you can basically put down, hey, I'm good at Microsoft Word. I'm good at scientific writing. I'm good at project management. I'm good at professional communication. You should fill these out and you will uh, be prompted to link them to the different job experiences you've had to basically say, you know, I was a research assistant for uh, this lab and while I was there, I 
worked on my skill of project management, on my skill of quantitative research, so on and so forth. So the skills are important, and this is something that I did not get right whenever I first made my LinkedIn account. Recruiters do look at skills on people's profiles, and even those that don't scroll down to the skill section of your profile, they'll see a summary of your skills whenever you apply for their job, if they're using the LinkedIn Easy Apply, and they'll actually even see a rating that uh, LinkedIn gives recruiters to be able to tell how good of a match they think someone is for a job. So take the skills seriously. LinkedIn is working on honing their algorithms more and more to make finding good candidates easier for recruiters. And recruitment is actually a big source of revenue for LinkedIn. So they're really motivated to be a good tool for recruiters to find great talent. So make it easy for them. Fill out those relevant skills. Uh, one note is that you can only have up to 50 skills and only 10 of them are, are going to show up in your top skills and you can select which 10 those are. <laughs> but when you're first filling out your LinkedIn profile, just make sure you have at least 10 skills. Um, and like I said, even basic things can be skills. Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, um, scientific writing, all of those things are skills you should be including. Last thing is to connect with all your colleagues. So connections is a big, big part of what makes LinkedIn a must-have resource for getting a job these days. And it's because it's not always about how good you are, but it's about who you know. And recruiters can see your connections and they can see if they are connected to anyone that you're connected to. That information will actually be highlighted for them whenever they see your application. Um, and seeing that connection, excuse me, seeing that connection for a recruiter is almost like a passive reference because, oh, I know this person who knows this applicant and I really like this other person, so Maybe this applicant will be awesome too. It's just one more additional thing that can set you apart from the, um, you know, dozens or hundreds of other people who are applying for the same job. So once you get your profile filled out a little bit more, connect with your colleagues. A lot of folks have LinkedIn profiles <coughs> and they may not be particularly active, but it's still good to connect. What you really want to do is you want to hit 500 contacts. Now, I know that's a lot. I don't have 500 contacts, at least at the time when I'm recording this. Um, but you can get there, especially if you're in grad school and you have a couple years left. You know, get that LinkedIn profile going today. Every time you go to conferences and you bump into someone new, you have a cool conversation, you get a business card, look them up on LinkedIn. Chances are, probably half or more than half of those people will have LinkedIn accounts. And this is exactly what LinkedIn is for. Connect with them. Um, because you never know in the future, they may have a job opening. And you may find out about it because they put a message out on LinkedIn. Or they may know a recruiter, and that recruiter may see that you all have had a connection point in the past. And they may reach out to that person and say, hey, you know so-and-so, can you tell me a little bit about them? You never know. But this is what LinkedIn is for. So just one note, you can't add more than 100 connections per week. So, you know, add as many as you can at one time and then wait another week and keep adding. 
So, and this is another reason why you should start a LinkedIn profile earlier rather than later. So that brings me to the end of the conversation today, this little short. I hope this was engaging, informative, helpful. And for those who do not have LinkedIn profiles, I hope you feel motivated to set up one today or over winter break, whenever the dust settles from classes and you are able to actually have a moment to think and get something else done. So a couple quick plugs. Once you set up your LinkedIn profile, add me on LinkedIn. I will link to my own LinkedIn profile in the uh, episode description for this little short. And then you can also follow the Grad School Sucks, Grad School Sucks LinkedIn page. That is it for this short today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you all have a great day and a great rest of your December. Talk to you all next time.